tell you a tale of three heroes noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round friends and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome back to Spell Lore, everybody. We're back, <laughs> and we're recording for the second time in a week, for the first time in a long time. <laughs> And it feels so nice mm. to see my friends again. And with me, as always, Abdul Aziz. Hi, I play Tuck, uh, the barbarian. And my highest stat is strength. Ooh. And my lowest stat is intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read that for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jessica Ty. Hey, I play Billy and... My highest stat is dexterity, and my lowest is also intelligence <laughs> with zero. <laughs> Paul Oppers. Uh, I play Ving the Half-Elf, and my highest uh, stat is a uh, tie between strength and wisdom, but uh, my lowest stat is uh, intelligence. <laughs> That's zero, which I don't really understand how games oh, wow. work. You know what? I would be I would be surprised at this trend, but I think everything that's happened in this game thus far makes it not a surprise. And joining us, guest player, continuing guest player, Mark Robertson. I play Shithane Wick, the uh, grumpy elf ranger, and uh, my highest stat is wisdom. I got uh, 16 with a plus three, and my lowest is constitution with a, a zero, Oh, which I probably some old battle injury. Yeah. Probably a limp we haven't uh -huh. talked about. Oh. Ooh, he, he's been limping <laughs> this whole time. He used to play football. But you guys are just too polite to bring it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to bug an old person about how their body's falling apart. Mm -hmm. yeah. think, think about that, guys. And we don't want to <laughs> talk about football. No. Nobody wants to talk about football. No. no. So we don't bring it up. Yeah. Because yeah. football, football is baseball in this world. In this world, yeah, it's it's baseball, but instead of a ball, you use a foot. <laughs> yeah. So you take a, a severed, severed foot, foot. and yeah. you throw it, and then you fucking wind up with a bat and yeah. hit it. There's no bat. bases also. <laughs> but there's like certain parts of the world that specialize in making these feet because they just keep washing up on the shore. All right. <laughs> Seriously, edit that out yeah. this time. Don't leave it in like the Gilligan's Island. But leave that in. Maybe look yeah. like an idiot. Uh, what are you talking about? Gilligan's, the Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island, Island thing is maybe the funniest moment of the it whole podcast. It fell so flat. Because you look like I an idiot. I checked my phone to see if, if the thing had turned off. The silence afterwards. I was vacuuming and I stopped vacuuming. <laughs> Every electronic device in the world turned off when that. Yeah. It's a pop culture touchstone. Don't worry about it. I thought it was weird that you guys made fun of him. So there. I've, mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. It was cruel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> recap for last week. We entered the hive of wasp and found Ving attached to the wall, all papered up and unconscious. And through some quick thinking, you all created a sort of distraction in which you decided to set Billy's old grass cloak on fire to try and smoke the wasps out using Larry, Terry, and Chad as a makeshift uh, flint and steel by just getting them to grind up against each other uh, in a way that they've probably always wanted to, but before their individuality became apparent, they were unable. Uh, and it worked so well that it went really poorly. And you set the whole thing, the whole hive on fire very, very quickly. Yeah. Billy created a magical shield cool. using like every ounce of energy that he had and all three of the magical crystals, well, apparently magical crystals that you've collected throughout your adventures. 
Uh, and by that, I mean, I believe the first episode. <laughs> yeah, we got them in the first episode. And when you say collected throughout your adventures, you're kind of implying <laughs> that I didn't just walk into one room and grab all three. <laughs> no, you smashed a bunch of lamps. I, I smashed a bunch of lamps in a mayor's house and then I stole them. Yeah. And then it later turned out that they were magic, which was great. A great yeah. coincidence. Yeah. You then used... The small sapling given to you by the spirit you, who you named Gary and decided that he was an oak tree at some point, uh, you all through teamwork and friendship created an environment through which Gary could thrive. And he burst through the ceiling and is now a gigantic Gary oak tree. The very first we I think we decided of his kind. Yeah. And he created a Gary oak forest, which spanned off into the horizon of the Dust Bowl. And that is where we left you, sort of sitting in the massive boughs of this enormous tree, sharing a nice group hug in the boughs of the tree. Mm. Um, and Shethane was also there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Perel grabbed the crystals that Billy had used and saw that they have begun to crumble. Mm. And that is where we join our heroes now. Did all three crystals crumble? Uh, Billy, you still have like all three of them, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Well, except for the one Pearl took. Yeah, they all look like they're sort of losing their luster. Okay. And and just slowly cracking and crumbling. Mm. And Perel looks very concerned. He says, well, these are the spiritual representations of the crystals you have in the material plane. So who knows what this could actually mean? But my guess is that it's not good. Sorry to break up your uh, your loving group hug. So I, <clears throat> I've seen this before. Huh? This is, you guys need to go home. We all need to go. To tell you the honest truth, I didn't think we were going to find your friend here. I didn't think we were going to find your friend alive. You can't live here for very long. Anything from, from our world can't stay here for very long. Ving holds his hands up and they're shaking pretty hard. Oh. So the fact that he's still here, still alive is, is amazing. So we need to get out of here as quickly as we can. Everything's going to fall apart soon, including <sighs> us. Okay. How do we... Should we climb down or... Yeah. Yeah? I'm sorry. I'm so like... <laughs> Billy's tired. No, it's cool. Yeah, I, but... We cuddled for like four hours. I feel pretty good. <laughs> you guys have been up here for just like four like, hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been... Deep it's it's nice. We've been enjoying the view, like mm-hmm. watching like the mountains shift mm-hmm. in the background and like the forest grow. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was nice. We hung out for a long time. And to Perel's credit, he gave us four hours to do one hug. Yeah. <laughs> four hours spirit. It World se- time. It seemed respectful. Yeah. And Wizard, I've, wizards I've, aren't the best at. And I've just been sitting half a branch away. Just yeah. like. Not involved. <laughs> any second now. They'll be ready. I'll drop this on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drop this horrible reality. You guys on are them. dying. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's the plan? Is the plan to like head back to the interface? Is Yeah, how do we get out of here? That's the way back out. We have to go interface. through the interface? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Gary. Gary. You feel the whole forest shake. Like, Ooh, he's a big boy now. <laughs> Think you could uh, give us a, like a, a little escalator drop, drop down? To the ground. (laughs) 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 That's great. We're getting into the app. Yeah. And also, I would like to point out that now escalators exist in our world. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Billy (laughs) described it as an escalator. Uh, But you feel Gary shake again the branches. A bunch of boughs come up underneath you and create this sort of staircase to the forest floor. Oh, okay. Wow. I really love, I really love Gary. (laughs) Let's give him a hug. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> kissing the tree yeah yeah you feel a, a little leaf caress your cheek oh and um gary spirits you down no pun intended uh spirits you down to the forest floor and a bunch of like roots and branches come up underneath you and create like a airport style moving <laughs> walkway <laughs> and he just he just trucks you through his forest now oh cool yeah can i study his essence can i just do that while we're going yeah, to turn into a Gary Oak. Yeah. Is that the plan? Yeah. I can't see why not. Okay. I feel like studying the essence of a spirit in the spirit world is probably extra easy. Yeah. You're still communing in a in a respect, but mm-hmm. you're in the presence of like pure spirit. Mm-hmm. My gills drink it in. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first, like this is a tree that did not exist in the world previous. So now you have this like new strong 
Gary. Yeah. And I can call on Gary. Call upon the yeah, Gary. Yeah, because he would, he would, it would be him. Yeah. So mm. we can have him come back. Oh. Billy, I'm doing it for you, bud. Thank you. You're welcome. As we're being shuttled out, mm-hmm. I want to ask Shethang, because that you said that you didn't think we were going to find Vang. Why did you come? So I've been here before on my own. Searching for my own things, my own people. The last time I was here was 30 years ago. I thought maybe somehow you two yahoos, the person you were looking for sounded like a person I was looking for. So I thought maybe, maybe somehow we could, you could help me do the thing I could never do before. But um, who I'm looking for is not your friend. Who are you looking for? Wick. <clears throat> this is this is something I really want to, I need to, to talk to your friend Ving about first. Mm. All right. Well, I will just trail ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go with, with yeah. Billy if you guys need privacy. As yeah. you're being swept along on these like roots and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask Tuck, just please make sure that, um, that our little fish friend doesn't, doesn't try to listen. Yeah, I got Perel is in my beard because he's like a little one foot tall. <laughs> yeah, like he that. hasn't changed back to like a normal size yet. <laughs> All right. Um, what are you thinking? So, uh, as I told your friends, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to find you here alive. I thought I was going to use your friends' uh, desire to track down their partner. As I see now, one of the key members of their team. We're a family. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And I was here looking for my family as well. But you shouldn't you shouldn't be alive. You've been here so long. We should have found just dust. So B- Billy and Tuck and Perel are up at the front as they're being swept along on these Gary Oak roots. Gary is sweeping you through the forest and you, you see the trees start thinning ahead of you. And you like as you've been going through, trees have been growing and maturing all around you. Like oh, it's, cool! Like it's in motion, mm-hmm. and there are small animal spirits flitting about, and and larger ones passing through the trees as life returns to this area of the spirit world. You get to where you're like, all right, plane's coming up. That's the next step. Mm-hmm. And you get to the edge of the wood, and you are on the shore of an enormous lake. Mm. Where the planes used to be, you now see like Ving. You can see it through your expertise in the spirit world water has moved from where it was in nourishing Gary in the dust bowl Mm -hmm. and has come to settle in this area of the plains, creating this huge lake and your way is sort of you, as you and Shethane are talking, you find your path blocked by this enormous lake. I'd like to turn into a boat. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) I use my (laughs) boat crafter. Yeah. Yeah. World talker. Yeah. Pleasure crafter. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Pretty good. Um, Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, again, uh, shape changing in the spirit world is very strange. Oh, yeah. I won't be able to turn into boat anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, also, if you turned into water, you would be drawing the spirit of water towards you Mm. as opposed to becoming water. I have an idea. Okay. We have Perel. Yeah. So yeah, we, me and Billy get to the edge of the lake and I'm like, fuck me, this fucking world. <sighs> and then I take Perel out of my beard. I'm like, you're up. And I just throw him into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> you see his chubby little fish body splash into the water. And he goes, yeah. oh, oh. for a second, he like flaps his arms around. I'm like, no, no. You're a fish. He's like, oh. I know. <laughs> I was merely acclimatizing myself to my environment. Give me one moment, please. And he embarrassedly <laughs> kind of flaps towards the shore a little bit closer. And he's like, this this might take me a little bit to become... R- walking is one thing, but I'm not actually used to being a fish. Mm. So this might take a moment. Just, you know, do whatever you want. And he sort of plops down on his little fish butt. And he closes his eyes. And you see his body is shifting and moving. But in the meantime, you have a few minutes to kill while he uh, is figuring out the best way to do this. Um, are we experiencing symptoms of being in the spirit world for too long now? Uh, now that you think about it, you realize that none of you have eaten or slept since you've been here. Mm -hmm. 
it feels like it's catching up to you. Although these aren't your bodies, it feels like all of a sudden you realize, oh yeah, I haven't ate or slept in three days. Like it's all just slowly catching up, but you can feel that it's going to start crushing you down pretty soon mm. Mm. unless you do something about it. I, well, I just pl- plunge my face in the water and I go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Billy starts <laughs> drinking from, uh, he gets down. Does he just get your, on your hands and knees? Yeah, I mostly, I kind of do just like a front fall into <laughs> the water. And start swallowing. Yeah. The taste is indescribable. Yum. Does it taste? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yum. Gross. Uh, well, you are drinking like a pure spirit of water. Mm. Hey, gonna... Tuck, you should try this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it, too. And I also front fall into the water, just like Billy did. Uh-huh. And then I'm like. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's, you guys should try and drink as little of that water. Don't drink po- the spirit water. What are yeah, you doing? Billy, get out of there. What? Billy, you can't We ate spirit food like, like a day ago. You ate food here? <laughs> Who yeah. are these rocks? This is oh you've no you haven't met them yet. This is Larry. Hey, what's up? He's the bad boy of the group. You know it. What's up, Larry? This is Terry, and I turn uh, to point and point at Terry, who's like a little coppery you now. Hi. Oh, hey, this Terry. Is Terry, he's a sexy one. What's up? No, not much, bud. Nice to meet you. And this is Chad. He's uh, uh the the one that Justin Timberlake was. Yeah. That's me. Badass moves, Chad. I'm the one that is eventually going to have a solo career that will outshine that of my friends. Whoa. Back to number one, huh? <laughs> we'll see. Their voices really changed after they got into that fire. Wait, hey, man, you don't even know what it's like to be engulfed in flame like that. Also, maybe it's hard to remember character voices from time to time. Such <laughs> <laughs> rocks did mushrooms. <laughs> I, who knows, man? You know how it is. Aren't they? They fused into like a little triangle shape. Is it kind with of like a crystal it's, coming out of the top yeah, or something? It's sort of like a messy little clump. Also, something to think about. Like Tuck, you're look. You're you're sitting with your friends, and sitting with your rock friends. Something clicks a little bit for you is that Shethane's talking about how things from the material plane can't survive for very long in the spirit world, mm. and you think, I wonder if that's the other way around too. Oh, yeah. So I turned to Shethane and, and Ving, and I'm like, wait, can we take these rocks back with us? I don't think those rocks as they are will come with you. I'm sorry. V- Shethane? <clears throat> you can try, but it's just going to waste away. Uh, you're not allowed to bring things back, but uh, I've heard that people have done it. Okay. Wh- how have they done it? Yeah, go ahead. Spell or. <laughs> it, would it be me or him? Yeah, we'll say, we'll say it's, it's Ving. Six. Plus my intelligence. Zero. <laughs> Wait, I want to help him. Okay. Or no, you should help. I can help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've actually tried to take things back. Now, right, what, yeah. we'll see if I can, if yeah, I yeah. actually have any ideas about what might succeed. You can do it. Nine. Oh. Yes. Oh, you did it. So uh, I guess the first time I tried it, I brought my own uh, pen and paper and made a map and I got back and it, it, it dissolved just vaporized the second time i thought i'm much smarter i can uh i can uh, just make a map when i get there and uh so i got there and i got some bark and i got a stone and i carved something out and i went back and it dissolved hmm. then the one time that something did work i took a book with me and uh and i made some ink here and made a quill and wrote in the map and made notes and took it back and it survived it eventually faded i think i know what happened i think what kind of feather did you use for the quill? It was a uh, a turkey feather. I think what happened was when you used that spirit's feather, you imbued the object with the spirit of turkey, and you brought back turkey in the object, in your map. It did smell well, delicious. Yeah. Let's all give <laughs> thanks for the fact that he was able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you feel the spirit of turkey wash over you, and it's and you all feel very thankful for the things that you have. Wow. We all hold, hold so hands I, and quietly go. So I think yeah. if you can make, if you can take these rocks and you can fuse them into something, a turkey. <laughs> oh my god! I got really excited. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, are you okay? <laughs> I just, I've been holding my pee really hard for oh, no. like, oh, like, oh. You can pee anytime she you just No, because you guys did. are busy. 
I'm good. It's okay. still in there. Yeah. I I pee, I've peed in the lake so Billy, many times. Billy, just pee in the lake, but Oh, yeah. in Oh, okay. I've been peeing. <laughs> look, I've been pissing in this lake. Really? Liter- yeah, I've been pissing my pants in this lake pretty consistently. <laughs> since Can you I got squat it. into the water at least? Please? No. I- <laughs> All right. I just lifted up my loincloth. <laughs> you see the spirit of water moving away from Tuck's legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pee too. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then a, a circle starts forming around Billy as the water recedes. Whoa, this is weird. There's just like a wall of water that's like <laughs> two feet high around my legs. The water starts to lap at the shore, and you hear, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop, please! I don't swim in your toilet. Don't be in my body. <laughs> I'm not your piss monster." Uh, so based on uh. Ving's experience and Shethane's experience with spirits in the spirit world and the material plane. The best way that has been seen in the past is when spirits inhabit an object in the material plane. They have like an anchor point to exist from as opposed to trying to exist in a, in a pure spiritual form. And is it that's done magically? The anchoring? Do uh, we know the process of the anchoring? Well, it's yeah, it's usually like a spiritual experience where they, they latch on to a spiritual projection of a material object which allows them to sort of transfer to that object in the spiritual world. Oh, okay. Can I tell you my idea? Yeah. Is it okay if I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. An axe head. Oh. We could for- it could be forged. The head of my axe. Whoa. Whoa. Such a cool idea. So, so if they were to anchor to something like a weapon, mm-hmm. they would be able to survive in the material plane. Uh, Vang, could you use elemental mastery to transfer... Larry, Terry, and Chad, because like Terry's amethyst, Larry's copper, and Chad is like a burnished kind of steel sort of thing now. Mm-hmm. Maybe can you try and like transfer them into the axe? I mean, I can try. Okay. Because they're an element. Yeah. Try and master them. And so, while this is happening, what's what what is Perel? You see Perel is sort of like ballooning and moving in this like sausagey shape. Yeah, I'm teaching him how to float. <laughs> Billy's <laughs> teaching him how to float. So what's Billy's floating <laughs> lesson? You know, hey, Perel, just, you know, like you just uh, take in your breath and you spread your fins out and you just, you just have to be confident about it. Push your hips up towards the surface. Yeah. So is Billy floating in the water? Yeah, he's just doing the starfish thing. <laughs> He floats really easily. He's got a lot of body fat. So Perel's laying, he lays down in the water next to you and he's like, like this? And he spreads his arms and legs out? Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, well, and, I got to make enough space for everybody. Yeah, so you just, you keep uh, uh, taking a breath and you grow a little bit and then you just keep doing it and we'll do it together. I don't grow. <laughs> so Perel's like, and he gets like, half again as bigger and then twice as yeah. big and then four times as big and he's mm-hmm. becoming this huge like inner tube yeah. sort of looking thing you're with looking, a big head yeah. you're looking great yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's happening and uh billy and perel are floating in the water yeah if you if you see what they're doing from our perspective <laughs> it looks like uh like a standard kind of lake cottage thing where like a small boy is blowing up an inner tube <laughs> a party island yeah. And, yeah and it's yeah he's uh, it looks like a party island actually <laughs> and it's and it's the thing where do you remember blowing up an inner tube and then mm-hmm. the wind coming and like blowing it away a little bit you have to like hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so Perel starts lifting up a little bit and yeah, yeah. Billy, Billy, Billy 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 yeah. <laughs> I have to swim under it. I'm doing that a lot. <laughs> Swimming back and forth. Yeah. Uh, some beach shenanigans. All right. And now, so Ving, 2d6 plus wisdom, I think. Five. Five? Plus your wisdom? Uh, oh, seven. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Yeah, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> All right. So, um, elemental master. On a seven to nine, you choose one. Uh, from this list, the effect you desire comes to pass. You avoid, or it comes to pass. You avoid paying nature's price and you retain control. Ooh. Hmm. Whoa. Oh, just one, eh? Just a one. I mean, I really want it to happen for us, so I, I guess the effect you desire comes to pass. Okay. I like to meld them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you put Larry, Terry, and Chad on the ground, mm-hmm. and tuck you put your like axe or what you've come to understand is the spiritual projection of your axe on the ground what are you saying to larry terry and chad it's cool just be yourselves it'll all be over soon just look at tuck just look at tuck yeah and you can feel their 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 gaze on you and, and like, i yeah i le- i kneel down next to ving too 
and I, I hold his hand and I like touch the rocks. I'm like, it'll be okay. Oh, don't, don't touch them. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> and, I, and then I, I take my hand off. And I'm like, it'll be okay. <laughs> and you hear them. Okay, man. Yeah, no, we're, we could do this. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't even know we were us. You know, you're our, you're our bro, our bro for life. Yeah. Bros you, for life. And then I, I do a fist bump. And you just bump this rock. Yeah. <laughs> you bump this lump of rocks and crystals and stuff. And, um, they start to heat up like they did in wasp's hive. Like they sort of roll in this kind of liquid form towards the ax. And you see pieces of crystal and copper coming up out of the ground as the other aspects of this spirit are being called uh, to this thing. And they flow over your ax at the head. And you see uh, the sort of hard rock of which one's just the steely kind of rock. Chad, you see Chad's rocky form sort of flowing down the handle of the axe till it's this blending of wood and stone awesome. and uh the coppery one copper is larry and you see larry sort of flowing <laughs> out over the head of the axe creating this like burnished copper blade and you see the crystals move towards the back of the head and create this spike of purple crystal that comes out of the back of the axe whoa so now it's this sort of burnished copper blade with a with an amethyst spike on the back and this stone blended wood down the handle mm. Whoa. can, can you, i can, can i touch it now can well, i touch it wait, and wait. I, this is, I guess i say this to Bing. i'm like oh can i touch it <laughs> no, now just, just, just gotta cool down just and uh, just so, and i'm like a kid on christmas <laughs> in that you, my i am doing exactly what i'm doing in real life where my hands are clasped behind my back because i'm afraid i'm gonna touch it <laughs> and i'm bouncing from side to side i'm like oh my god but uh ving has to pay nature's price oh, for no. this unfortunately what do you think that means in this case I lose my hands in the spirit world. <laughs> what? Fuck me? Are you serious? No. Well, I don't know. Uh, what? Just for now. Okay. No. What? No. no. These no. are. No, I like no, that. No, no, no. These are your real hands. <laughs> You're not a spirit here. Well, maybe I'll get spirit hands for the real world. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> huh? oh, ghost hands. Think of all the cool bar tricks. I was going to say like this could be like another tell sort of thing where like yeah. you touch the crystal and the crystal like creeps up your hand. Ah, ah. Like, do you think that's what's going on? Yeah, it's kind of bad. So, so okay. So you're, t- you're like helping them shift on this ax. Like mm-hmm. you're touching them and helping them move. Digging into the ground too underneath it. Yeah. And then crystals just start growing up your hand. So what's the, what's the end state of this? Horrible looking hands, of course. But what, so you, both of your hands are just like covered in crystal and, and crystal metal? Crystal and metal and, and stone. Yeah. Wow. So now you've got these like crystally stone hands. And it's going to be difficult for you to use your hands for a while. Sure. <laughs> until you sure. figure out what this means. Where's the whack off joke? Oh, yeah. I hope you jerk me off later. Oh, my God. What? What what do we think? Uh, okay, here's the thing, Mark. Is jerk off jokes are a fucking art, and you can't just demand one like whenever you want. He makes a great point. <laughs> first, at first. So that's minus one to Dex. <laughs> <laughs> um, when jerking off. Yeah, that's it's fucked up. Billy, you look over and you see Ving has got his hands in the air, and what they're now like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, Pearl, don't look. And Perel, like, floats in a circle till he's facing it. And he goes, oh, no. Oh, what did I say? And then he keeps floating in a circle. He goes, oh, oh. And then he's facing away from All you. All right, that's what I thought. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. Ving, your hands. Are you... <laughs> it's okay. And it's I, take, right. I take his wrist in my hand. I'm like, I'm so sorry. No, this is a gift for I, your rocks. I appreciate that. I hope this doesn't stay. Yes. I mean, narratively, it would be quite a bit to deal with <laughs> to continue to have to deal with these shitty hands that you have Gloves exist in this world i guess yeah so is this is there anything else that we want to take care of on this shoreline because perel is uh he's floating he's like kind of flipping his flippers mm-hmm. on one side to motorboat his way over mm. and he floats backwards on his back and he says i think this form should serve our purpose as well oh cool it, okay this it's is really been... nice in here thanks perel hey. i have sunglasses on by the way <laughs> it's bright at the beach jessica keeps winking, <laughs> <laughs> winking constantly. billy's sitting underneath like an inflatable palm tree that grows up. 
<laughs> it's an iPod dog. Yeah, she's got a LaCroix in her hand. <laughs> back. I feel pretty cool. Billy, where did you get board shorts? I, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is the situation. You've got your Larry Terry and Shad axe. Mm. You can pick it up now. Yeah, I pick it up and I'm like, are you guys in here? Oh yeah, man. We're so good in here. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I feel so cool. Right. I want to kill somebody now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, but like in defense. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to have a conversation, I guess. <laughs> Perel's like, all aboard? Woo-woo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I guess I hop on. Oh, yeah. I'm getting on that. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. Put ourselves in this wizard's hands one more time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And Perel starts flapping his like big foot flippers like. <laughs> and it's just like sl- like kicking up water and moving across this lake. Abdul, nothing? Uh, uh, hey, Perel, I hope you jerk me off later. <laughs> yeah. We gotta see. We gotta uh, stop forcing it. Uh, it, but I think it's like an exorcism. We just keep forcing it. It'll it'll stop. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you sort of have a few moments of quiet as you uh, are flapping across the spirit lake. Perel, just so you know, you've never looked stupider than you do right now. <laughs> and he's flapping and he's looking straight up because he's on his back. And he's like, oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> Hey, Tuck, be cool. I taught him how to do this. And somehow it's now formed into like a, a lovely like sort of pleasure cruiser type yeah. shape, yeah. including like formed in seats this in the back. Everything and, I wanted. And I'm sitting, yeah. I'm sitting at the back with my, with, my, uh, with my arm up on the stern and yeah. just my foot up. And I just put my cloak back, put my hood back for the first time and who knows how long and just yeah. give my hair a little tussle and let the yeah. wind. You're floating on this water. Billy's like the captain of this mm-hmm. party yeah. boat. And I noticed that Shethane is trying to look cool, and I'm like, hey, everybody, look, Shethane's trying to look cool on the back of the boat. (laughs) And everyone turns around, and I just look cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was hoping that would be more embarrassing for you. (laughs) That's what you get. Tuck's just like, damn. (laughs) I believe Ving and Shethane were talking about something. Yeah. And you're gonna you come back to the back of the boat. There's another. There's a spare. Yeah, seat yeah, back yeah, there. Yeah. It's a booth. So I'm a wick. You're a. Uh, what are you? A zumba. The zumba. That's a. That's a human. It's my mother's name. It's your mother's name. That's right. How did that happen? How did? Well, I have a, I have a human mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any idea how you survived here this long? You should have been... I, I think it's just from, from going in and out all the time. From going in and out of here? You mean yeah. shape-shifting back yeah. in and out? So I'm, always, I'm very close to it, so I just assume that I always have a little bit more of me here anyways. Tell me more about your your mother. I don't, I don't know a whole lot. I mean, I lived with her in the frozen north, and she wasn't very well liked. We lived outside of town. Um... A lot of weird things happened at home. Uh, what about your dad? What about the elf side? <clears throat> I don't talk to my father. He's dead to me. Dead to you? Yeah. Yeah. Why? What? What happened? Uh, well, I think he he killed my mom. That's what happened. I mean, I, at least I think he did. Do you know why she wasn't like? I think people were afraid of her. That can happen. Elves can be like that sometimes. My uh, my wife, my wife was human. My wife and I met. We were in the service of the principality. We were the war started. They needed help. I was a mercenary, Ranger Corps. I met her. Training magic skills, training to be a wizard. It was wonderful. We um, lived a life of luxury. And um, and then the war changed us, changed her, changed the wizards. They were asked to do terrible things. Some of them resisted at first, but there was a class of wizard group of wizards that that loved it that reveled in it and it twisted them they made them evil Hmm. they 
took control, took control of her. Made her something I didn't recognize, didn't understand. How long were you together? Did you, how would, do you have any other family? We had a little girl. What was her name? Morig. And, um. It's a terrible name. <laughs> the, uh. Those are idiots. The eye has a little forward yeah, leaning. It, it would. Accent on it. God damn it. Two G's in Morig. Oh. And and no R, gag me with yeah. So I don't even know. It's written in runes, so they didn't have an R. Do you have any other kids? I don't know. She um, she was pregnant. She we um, we should have had a little boy. Should have. She disappeared. I don't know if she. Hmm. Things were chaotic. Things were. Wizards disappeared, wizards vanished, wizards ran, wizards ran away, wizards stole universes, realities, made their own. Hmm. And she left. I think she knew that I would try and stop her, try and stop, try and save my children from... Where did she go? Do you know? She came here. I know she was here for, for some time at least. I don't know if the children are here. I don't know. If my son was born, what happened to my son? I don't know. But did you did you feel anybody else here? Did you hear tell of any other humans as you when you got here? Did you I I haven't run into anyone yet. Every time I've come back, I'm only able to stay for a short time. The mm -hmm. longest I've stayed was thirty years ago. When I was sick. For months, I almost fell apart, and Cartwin, uh, my friend Cartwin, who helped us get here, nursed me back to health. So when I heard your friends talk about your special abilities as a shapeshifter, I thought maybe this is another chance for me to get back and, and search for her the way I need to. You want my help? I'll help you. If it's that important to you. I mean, I, I would want help looking for my mom. I don't know what I'm going to do when I find her, if I find her. But. Well, let me know. I don't know what we can do to help. Shapeshifters are in and out. You're here for a short time. I need to stay for long enough to, to travel far enough to the very the reaches of the spirit world where I think she is to try and track her down. How do you stay here this long? How did you stay here? I think it's because uh, I left behind Crocodile. I was Crocodile and I, and I, and I died a lost touch. So he's back there and I'm, I'm stuck here. So you think based on that, based on your experience getting stuck here, that it would be possible to bring Shithane's physical body into the spirit world? which would allow him potentially based on whatever you were able were able to accomplish uh would allow him to stay here for much much longer than he has been able to in the past but it would be a one in one out sort of thing you would take his place in the material plane he would take your place in the spiritual world and until he could figure out a way out that would be Shithane would be here in perpetuity well freaky uh. friday where's where's that perpetuity <laughs> it's a it's a hotel oh nice yeah, yeah it's very beautiful um and yeah so that's sort of what you think the situation is as perel's fishy body flaps across this spirit lake what are billy and tuck and per up to on perel's party boat uh we're playing beach volleyball there's a beach volleyball court <laughs> <laughs> it's really small though i'm i'm playing beach volleyball with billy he's the volleyball <laughs> Who's catching me? You're catching me, I guess. I'm running back and forth. <laughs> and <laughs> What's the score? Uh, it's it's 40 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> one time I landed in the lake and I was like, score! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and I get like after a certain amount of time, Perel ends up on the other side of the lake. 
and you are in, on the edge of Yu's forest. Perel shakes himself back down to a, to a humanoid form. He just gets up to the edge of the lake and goes like... <laughs> 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 and he floats around his... <laughs> and then he's he makes himself just like man-sized. Oh. Hind legs, uh, torso, fuck, fishy tail. You suck now. I just figured it would be easier for me to be like in a in a transportable form. No one would have to carry me. I wouldn't. I'd be able to keep up. He looks kind of good. Really? Yeah, he's got like this cool little mustache. Huh. And That's he's gross. Are you kidding? Well, he's me? still a fish man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lo- he looks like what it, like he wears Ed Hardy shirts. Yeah. <laughs> he he transformed himself in Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> he's kind of like a buff There's guy. There's a dragon pattern on his shirt. He fucking smells like LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like one of those white guys on Canada Day who goes to the corner store in Chinatown and gets him self one of those like chinese hats and wears them <laughs> as if he needs sun protection but he doesn't yeah he and, just brought his own hat and he also brought his own tape that he used to tape up his eyes in a weird way <laughs> okay all right and then he was like oh no. shrimp fried <laughs> there's the line we found it in record time everybody it's a- high five me paul i'm high- not touching your body oh, he's i can't he's doing the eye thing too <laughs> no one's high-fiving him as a chinese person <laughs> I'm not okay with it, but he's my friend, so don't attack us. Don't attack us. Jessica's high-fiving me no, so I'm much. No, I'm not. Listen to these no. high-fives. Everybody knows Abdul's high-fiving himself. Did you say high-flives? Oh, Jessica just put on a, a rice patty hat. Oh, my God. No, that, that was a lie. So, Perel comes up to the edge of the lake, and he and he shakes himself down. I'm rewinding all of this. No, it was good. I it was hope. good. It was good. He's a man but, now. <laughs> yeah, Perel is sort of man-sized. He's about 6'6", six, 6'1", six, uh, and he's just able to like walk around. He made it easy for all of you, and you're giving him shit. <laughs> Can I get into your cargo short pocket? I'm really tired. <laughs> uh, Please. Yes, of course. Sweet. So he's got this little like fin pouch on the side of his legs. Like, I thought it would be handy. I didn't realize what it looked like, but... The handiest thing about this form is it's going to be much easier for us to keep an eye on you. Hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Cool flaps, bud. (sighs) Yeah. And he starts walking through you, Forest. You feel the forest shaking around you, uh, as Gary did uh, when he was a little sapling. And you get the idea that the forest is acting very benevolently towards you in this case, and you find it very easy to walk yourself through. And it's, it's a very short amount of time. Like it's sort of like time bends in your mind. So you remember walking for a long time, but in no time you're at the edge of the forest and you've arrived at the interface as you remember it, chunks of land floating ponds and trees in this sort of misty flowy area. You feel a pull of some kind. And you remember feeling this pull when you came in. This is a thinning. This is why this place exists. This is a great way and a great place for people to make the crossover when they can. And you feel the edges of the material plane pulling at your mind. What do you do? What am I supposed to do? Great question. <laughs> the thing is you realize that on the way in, Cartwin didn't tell you what to do to get out. Fuck. Shethane, Sh- do you know? There's levels to the interface. And as you go up through these islands, as we fl- climb back up through the through the steps that we floated down previously, you get closer back to the real world. So you'll find everything you need when you get up to the top. Wait, you're not you're not coming with us? No. He's not. Why? Why not? He's gonna stay. Why? When I when I told you I could help you find your friend, I didn't think that was going to work. I thought we were going to find him dead. I thought we were going to find nothing when we got here. I thought, I'm sorry. I thought that we were going to find someone I was looking for. Who? You can ask me. Bingle, you don't need to know. He's looking for his wife. 
Oh, okay, yeah, that's super. You should have said that. Why that's is it easy. so secretive? Yeah, why are you trying to be a secret about your past? It's, just, it's Wick's a dick. Yeah. I'm, I smooth my hair back down and pull my cloak hood no. back up. Yeah, you're such a loser <laughs> sometimes. Hey, emotions are hard. And yeah, here. Let them have stare them. off to, into the horizon. I'm like, look, we've all lost people. A rooster killed my dad when I was a kid. <laughs> Billy's. Who knows where they went down the river, yeah. in a tree. It may have just lost them at Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland is uh is it's just a neighborhood. <laughs> it's a dump, a garbage dump. It's yeah. Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh, am I mispronouncing it? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Are are you are all three of you orphans? Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of orphans in this world. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Well, you guys are looking for something as well. I'm looking for something here. So, I'm going to stay. The problem yeah. is I have to give him my body Whoa. so he can stay. Dude, you're going to be getting a fat dick. <laughs> and that's how you do a dick joke. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Wait, so you going to look like Shethane? Well, uh, I mean... No! Only when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. No! That's like a kid, like when their parents get a haircut. Or like, oh, I hate it! No! I hate it! I hate you! I run away. You're running away? Well, not that oh, far. Oh, just like a couple feet. I don't want to yeah. actually run away. Some pouting. There's yeah. some arm yeah. crossing and pouting. It's threatening. I, I, can, I, can, I can shapeshift into the Ving form. I'm ignoring you. All right, so... So how are we going to do this? Shape-shifting roll would be my guess. Yeah. Aha. Oh, thank goodness. You guys always come through when it's like... 12. A, when yeah. it's an important roll, you always come through. A lot of averages. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Did Tuck just say that? <laughs> <laughs> so He's you strangely got, good at statistics. <laughs> it's an actual law for average people. <laughs> that when they fail all the time, they can just show up. At the magistrates and tell them how they fucked up, and he'll be like, Meh. and they'll cut this guy a little slack. <laughs> Ving, you're looking at Shithane. Mm -hmm. You've got a bunch of hold, which we can imagine that in this case you spend, yeah, because for this move. And uh, you're looking at Shithane and sort of trying to find that connection there between him and his and his body and the material plane. And you feel the familiar pull of shape shifting, but almost in reverse. Like, as you used to get pulled into the spirit world, you're, you feel yourself slowly being pulled into the material plane. And as you're watching Shethane, you see you're sort of trading features back and forth. Like, his face becomes more like your face. Your face becomes more like his. Whoa. Ears are like, your ears are changing shape because his full elf ears and your half elf ears and your eyes are sort of changing colors. My but fat dick to his <laughs> tiny little needle dick. <laughs> yeah, you can feel your dicks moving. In I'll miss you most of all, fat dick. <laughs> Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that you're still, you still feel yourself retaining most of your yeah. self. Like yeah. you're not totally losing your body. You're just changing spiritual forms. But what you do notice is that you see gills start to form on the side of Shithane's neck on either side. And he, he gains the gills that have allowed you to survive in the spirit world for so long. Then everything sort of goes hazy as you're pulled back through. And Billy and Tuck, you're standing there with Shithane. You see Ving sort of pull away like you move, he moves towards Shithane and then up and gone. Yeah, this is like the coursing of a river like you feel the current back to the spiritual or the material plane moving around Ving. Whoa. And going up towards like the interface like up the levels. And what does Ving do? And he just tells him to like to go with it. Let it take you. Okay. <laughs> go with the flow <laughs> boys. Billy, Billy do you want to do this like fastball special style? What's that? Where I throw you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about it for a second. Uh, so, like, hop up. All right. I'm still pretty grumpy about this, but... It's okay. He's gonna... He'll look like a good old Ving classic most mm. of the time. <laughs> and uh, and as, as this is happening, Perel in his fish form comes up to you, Billy, mm -hmm. and he looks at you, and he's just being very direct. He's like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me. I don't know what I'm going to be on the other side. It might be like it was. It might be different. But I will teach you. Here, just take my hand. It's not. This is a spiritual body. My, my spirit and my essence exist in the material plane in the box. Where's the box? The box is with Tuck in the material plane. All right. Just think about the box. We'll see. Good luck. 
And I throw him. <laughs> and Billy just kind of bobs up in the air, follows uh, Tux Irving's spirit up through the sky. And I turn to Perel. I'm like, I need you to give me a minute with Shethane. I okay. wanted to say something to Shethane before okay. I go. Yeah, you can feel it tugging. Yeah. You only got a couple moments. <laughs> so yeah. I grab I grab Tuck's arm and I pull him in. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what you want to tell me, but do you love your friend Billy? Yeah. More than anything. And I point at Peral and I'm like, do not let him learn how to be a wizard. And I look at Perel. And Perel yeah, Perel doesn't say anything. He just looks at you. <sighs> I look back and I'm like, you're a good man, Shethane. And then I let go. And you all start floating up through the interface and you see Perel and Shethane standing at the edge of the pools. And you see a rustle in a bush in the grass next to Shethane. And, and padding out of the brush is Tantamile in her spirit form, which is just this perfect, beautiful, glossy powerful looking beaver cat and she comes in and sits next to Shethane and that's the last thing you see is these three in the spirit world it goes hazy and it goes dark and then you open your eyes back up and you're sitting in Cartwin's room in the high spear mall where you were when you came in but Cartwin's not here candles still burn against the far wall on either side of all three of you is a hooded figure leaning up against the wall and their arm is coming out and resting on the hilt of a sword. Their hand ends in like this little graspy metal hook. And you see like in the shadows of the hood, no face, but you hear, Hey guys, good to see you again. He reaches up, takes the hood down and it's mirrors Foulsmith. All right. That's spelt lore. Everybody. The end of the Spirit World Adventures. Thank you for joining us. My name is Sean O'Hara. I've been your Game Master. With me, as always, players Abdul Aziz. You guys ever stick your dick in a Dyson Airblade? Jessica Ty. No. Paul Oppers. Tweet us. And Mark Robertson. There's no way it hasn't been done. Thank you to Aaron Reed of Vancouver Sunday Service for our intro and outro music. Thanks to Mark and MP. Uh, thanks to Wes for all the technical stuff and Abdul for all the editing. And thank you to you for listening. Have a great night, everybody. And so ends the tale of adventures three Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For time's abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you And we cut back to the spirit world for a moment where Shethane is standing with Tantamile. So Shethane sees um, Tantamile come up and he reaches down and she comes up with one of those big cat hugs where she puts her paws up around his shoulders and they have a nice big hug. And he nestles his face in her neck and he says, okay, let's go find your mom. What? 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 Nice. What? Very good. Nice. That's a fucking cliffhanger. Fuck. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait, you fucked a beaver?